Oh, cop- we're gonna get copyright struck. Wait, I, thought, struck. I thought we bought that. Wait, David, you bought it, right? No. That's not the same song you're doing. Fuck. <laughs> Wait. Then why the hell am I on this podcast? The only stipulation I had for being on this is when we get that song. <laughs> Read my contract. <laughs> this is a breach of contract. That's how I got played in, right? Yep. That's like my WWE theme song. <laughs> is Evan just going, what the fuck is he doing in there? <laughs> just... Yeah, probably. No, they just got home and they closed their door. <laughs> because they heard you doing that, probably. Yes. And then he popped his head out and said, is that the Spanish flea song? <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> hey, are you guys having a technical difficulty? Yeah, yeah it's called David is on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Dunk on David Hour. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> you were saying that everything everything was delivered today except for the arm? Yeah, and I also ordered, well, tomorrow is the um, UCI picnic, and it's 80s theme, so I bought a fucking Bill costume from Bill and Ted. Nice. And that I ordered yesterday. The arm I ordered a week ago, and the arm still isn't here. Where do, where do you order this stuff? Not Amazon.com? It, it was Amazon. Oh, Amazon. but did you what, take advantage of their Amazon Prime for two-day shipping? Yeah. Did you uh, order yes. this from a non-Prime vendor, like some kind of basic bitch? No, they, it said it was out for delivery, and then I saw it, and it said it was undeliverable because they couldn't get in. Well, Dude, how big is the arm? Is it the size of a other person's <laughs> arm? It's like uh, the it's like it's like uh, what are those called? Ch- cherry picker things? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up from like yeah, the ground, right outside down. my apartment. <laughs> yeah. So, what movie were we talking about this week? Good um, boys. Yeah. Dora. Okay. Dora the Explorer. What was your favorite part of Dora? Jimmy Changas. Wow. Wow. I didn't see it. Wow. So, no Sean again, huh? That's not. Well, good thing whether or not he shows up, we're still dose and a half Cinco's. Yep. Yep. And it still works. (laughs) <laughs> in fact it actually works better now because yeah. <laughs> it would have been three and a half and that's, that's, that's but he's nobody. Filipino he's not a Cinco fine that's true <laughs> dos and a half Cinco Filipinos and one Filipino e Filipino yep it's dude did you do your cross save thing by what for Destiny? No, I just, like, right before the call, I saw your snap. Yeah. Ross save? Yeah. What are you Moving your to... PS4 to PC. 
Or yeah, so you can move, or you could set one of your accounts to be your active account and share it across every platform. What? Yeah. So you're saying I only I would only need to buy one version of the pass? No, unfortunately. Dang, that's balls. I know. But, I mean, if you do decide to play it on PC or something, your save will be there. How are you supposed to do that? How are you supposed to decide? I don't know. How do you decide? Uh, All wait. my friends are on PS4, I don't but the graphics it. are better on PC. Wait, what was the what was the uh, what was the catch? I mean, the only thing is your uh, expansions and stuff don't carry over. What do you mean? So you have to like buy the expansions again? Yeah, but they're doing that whole thing where Destiny Two, like a certain amount of expansions are free now, and the base game's free. So there's that. Boo! I paid for the base game from Best Buy for like I think it was ten dollars or. Twenty dollars. Wow. Well, how was I supposed to know they were going to give it away? <laughs> well, yeah, that's your fault. And we all went to like Sean's store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Sean yeah. never, and then Sean never played with us. No, yeah. I think we played one time, but then at least, well, I know is, pretty... Keith, is, is Keith still playing? Probably. <laughs> is he really? No. Every time I go on, he's playing Bloodborne or something. Oh, that's right. Oh, are, wait, you're talking about Keith, not Thomas, right? Yeah, Keith uh, is the new Thomas. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't seen Thomas on in forever. Well, yeah, he's too busy trying to become a doctor. He, he can't He can't have any of these frivolous things anymore. Like friendship. Yeah. <laughs> no friendships. Wait, so, okay, I guess we're just talking yeah. about video game yes. tech support. So join us next so. week when... <laughs> when Ben tells us how to create a new character in NBA 2K20. <laughs> we don't need his help. I could tell you about that. So it's okay. just like 2K19. <laughs> and 2018. And 2018. Actually, and I was looking on Instagram, and apparently they have they scan your face now. <laughs> yeah, but then you, just you automatically also like sign up for all the EA programs, and there's a subscription, and then Facebook gets all of your information. And then they know how you're going to vote, and then how you're going to be influenced in the 2020 election. All right, let's not let's not go <laughs> let's not get all political. Let's not go down the NBA 2K political Two. rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up uh, this week's episode of Dose and a Half Cinco's Your Political Podcast slash Rabbit Hole Technology Channel. And we'll see you next time, where we wonder: Is your webcam watching you? Spoiler alert. Yes, it is watching you. It's me. And it's free. Anything else going on with you guys this week? Besides the Destiny update? Destiny update. Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU. Uh, oh, yeah. What's what up with that? I saw something about that. Uh, I guess it was a dispute between Kevin Feige and Sony, and they couldn't come to an agreement. So what, they're just going to, like, can the entire MCU Spider-Man arc because Sony is... They want their money Being a pain? No, it's actually Marvel wants their money. Oh. Yeah. Well, someone's being a pain. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I don't really understand what's going on. I read a whole bunch of different articles, and they all say different things. Like, uh, you know, everyone's pointing fingers. I don't know who's to blame at this point. But... Uh...
essentially they couldn't come to an agreement and so sony pulled the plug on its uh, mcu prospects and here we are who knows maybe this is just a power play maybe you know they're just holding out for a better deal i don't know i mean we'll find out it seems like they'd be losing out on a lot of money either of them if they don't keep the spider-man movies going the way these last two so yeah but i mean who's gonna lose more money disney or sony Uh, probably sony (laughs) (laughs) no they could just recast uh, toby Maguire to do the uh another trilogy i'm sorry what was that david i just heard a bunch of (laughs) fart noises when you were talking i'd actually watch that i would watch the shit out of that i want see? to toby mcguire dance <laughs> do it again but i want to do it if, now that he's a lot they... older and he doesn't it's like hey auntie may blah blah but it's like dude it's, i think you're we're almost the it's, same age it's still marissa tomei bring back everybody exactly the same roles man my fan fiction's coming true <laughs> yeah, James Franco could reprise his role as you know the Green Goblin. Yeah. What yeah. if they do? What if they do like a parody? No, no, no. What if they do like an old man Peter, like Logan, oh. and he's just like old man <laughs> Spider Man, but it's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> well, wouldn't they have to do something similar it. to like the way they did Into the Spider Verse, where it's like multi universe, and then it could be Tobey Maguire, and then we have a do... Black Spider Man. If we're gonna do multiverse Spider-Man, you, you like you just do Nick Cage. That's all you gotta do. You get you get Spider-Man Noir, Nick Cage, and you call and, it a wrap. You wrap ooh, it. And then you have them cross over one more time, and then you have a uh, John Travolta. What? Just, oh, face off. Face off. Okay. And then there's your tagline: Spider-Man Four, face off. Uh, well, that's gonna stay in just so everyone knows how bad David is. <laughs> if I ever pitch a movie and it and it sinks, it's gonna be this one. Okay. Well, yeah, it sinks like bombs at the off box office. You mean no, it sinks in as in like sticks with you forever and oh, okay. finds your pitch. Pitch, okay, pitch us. Okay. Pitch so new Spider-Man Susie, hold my calls. Movie. <laughs> I'm new sorry, Spider-Man, I mean, go ahead and start over. Movie. New Spider-Man universe movie where James Franco is producing and directing the Green Goblin. But wait. You're asking, what's so different about this one? And I mean the green goblin. He's just high the whole time. (laughs) It's a stoner comedy starring James Franco as the green goblin and Dave Franco as the other green goblin. And together they just get high the whole time. And they try to fight (laughs) Spider-Man. Would you watch it? I would watch that. As long as it's directed by Seth Rogen. Yeah, are there gonna be cam- cameos by Seth Rogen and Craig Robinson and that Seth whole crew? We just bring, is it? Rhino, is this just me? Uh, <laughs> um, What's his name? Craig uh, Robinson will be a scorpion. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Craig Robinson played really good as a uh, as as Rhino, and then who would be Doctor Octopus? James oh, easy. James that's a uh, no, no, no. That's a uh, Danny McBride. <laughs> oh, dude, yes. Oh, Dude, I think we could sell this movie. Dude, Danny McBride as Doctor <laughs> Oh, I could see it so well. You heard it here first. That's right. The Green Goblin. Now, see, David, that's how you pitch a movie. Hey, I contributed. 
I, if it wasn't for my uh, face-off idea, it wouldn't have spawned this other one. I'm the muse. <laughs> I don't need the credit. Okay. But I really do need the credit. Fair enough. You'll get a. We'll give you a associate producer credit or whatever. <laughs> Excellent. I want to be at the very end where nobody pays attention on the credits. Yeah. You then the <laughs> and then the stinger. <laughs> you'll be in the. Uh, yeah. One of the one of the thousand names in the VFX artists. No, so. I don't want to be buried with all the stunt stunt guys. <laughs> all right. So, what have you guys been watching this week? Um, I actually saw quite a bit. Of, ooh, oh, I got some, I got some movie gripes to uh to air. Ooh, ooh, all right. Air. Hey, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, what really so, grinds your gears, Stu? What really, <laughs> this is, yeah, I mean, I don't want to do. I'm not gonna bite the whole Family Guy grind gears segment, but this. This happened twice this weekend, if you can believe it. I went on to see a movie Saturday and Sunday. Okay, so on Saturday, I saw Scary Stories, and then Sunday, I saw Good Boys. Uh, Saturday, when I went to, it was like a, it was like a 10, 50, uh, 1055 showing, first showing of the day, basically. And so the theater was basically, there was like no, no one really in the theater. There was a couple people here and there. And these people bought two tickets that were right next to me. And I had I was the first one to buy a ticket because when I went on the website, I was the, there was no tickets. All the, all the seats were available. So I was the only one who bought a ticket the day before. And these <laughs> people bought the two tickets that were right next to me, even though there were like tons of open seats. Okay, so that happened Saturday. And then Sunday, I buy a ticket for Good Boys and I walk in the theater... You know, a few minutes late this time, but of course, there's like a million kids. Apparently, like a bunch of kids are seeing this movie, but which made me feel kind of old. But anyways, and uncomfortable, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, and there were there were like the parents. I'm like, parents are taking their kids to see this, whatever. <laughs> um, Responsible. Yeah, and so I, I basically because of my social anxiety, uh, I got up pretending to go to go to the bathroom or whatever. And when I came back, I waited for the lights to go down. And when I came back, I just sat in one of the front rows so I could be by myself. Oh, I, I did not think that that was how it was going to end. I thought you were going to say, I went to the bathroom, then I text the random stranger I was sitting next to <laughs> <laughs> that I actually yeah, <laughs> went cause, home. Because I, ex- okay, yeah, I went to go take a shit and then uh, I just didn't come back. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that you had such a horrible so, experience. Yeah, I think from now on, I'm just going to like, I guess I'm just going to buy seats in the front row if I go by myself, because Saturday was really the annoying one. Sunday, I can see that happening, but Saturday really pissed me off. That's... What happens if they want a friend or a life partner? They can, they can suck my ass about that. What if that's what they're really into? Ass yeah. sucking? Well, <laughs> yes. Some people like spreading peanut butter. Some people like spreading the word. Some people <laughs> really love spreading ass. Yeah, we got to make sure Joe's not eating dinner while he's listening to this. Joe, stop eating, stop eating yeah, dinner while you're listening to this. Toilet humor. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We should uh, put like a toilet humor warning. Nah, I mean, just just I'll just layer your fart noise over. He'll just he'll just have to <laughs> get it. So there you go, Joe. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that was that. That was my gripe. That was very annoying uh, for me this week. This week. Wow. So you saw two movies this week. Did you end up picking the, the uh, AMC A list pass? I did not. It's actually one of the things I kind of wanted to discuss maybe later on. Okay. Uh, which because I don't know if AMC because that AMCs aren't really close to me. I have Regal 
closer to me. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so there is uh, some pros and cons to it. Um, well, first, the uh, I think both of them offer concession discounts, right? Yeah. Uh, AMC and Regal. I've only but, looked at the Regal one. I haven't looked at the AMC one. Yeah, the, the AMC one is a flat $20. You know, that just includes every theater. Regal... Regal's got, to, like... It has, like, tiers and not all theaters are included from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah you have to look at that list because uh, when I looked at the list... Literally, only the highest tier had any theater close to me. Yeah, that's the thing I'm, I'm not sure about because the like the middle tier Regal one has the theater that's close to me, which is also like twenty, it's like twenty one bucks. But yeah. if I want to also then like go somewhere else, I don't want to have to worry about oh man, is this theater covered by it? So yeah, I, get, I guess if I get AMC, I just have to suck it up and drive farther to go see and you know go to an AMC. Another thing to consider is that uh, Regal does not waive online fees, but AMC does. Oh shit! So that's another thing to consider. Well, I think they are building. They're building an AMC in Montclair at Montclair Plaza. Uh, but oh, really? Who, who the hell knows when that's going to be ready? So I didn't even know Montclair Plaza still existed. <laughs> well, Barely. It's like hanging on by a thread. Until um, AMC shows up, and then it'll really be hanging on yeah. by a thread. <laughs> yeah. Do and they still have the Cinnabon there? Do, do they still have borders there? Do they still have... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so here's, here's yeah, your bars and Plaza. borders have now merged. Here's your Montclair Plaza <laughs> update. Um, borders is long gone. It's now an Ashley uh, what? furniture. What? Uh, the Macy's, I think it was, at at um, Montclair Plaza, they, told that they tore that whole part down. And that's where they're putting the AMC in. Uh, Cinnabon's still there. Cinnabon, of course. Like, okay. I'm pretty sure that's like the foundation of the mall. Like, if they took Cinnabon out, it would just crumble in on yeah, itself. It's, load, it's a load bearing. It's the load bearing Cinnabon. Shout out to our sponsor, Cinnabon. Enter code Zinko's <laughs> to get five free mini Cinnabons and a gallon of free frosting. Holy! <laughs> Why a gallon? What's wrong? I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess no. You know, Why? you're right. You're right. Right. I'm not. I, I apologize. I shouldn't have corrected. I, I shouldn't have been, yeah, you're right. Let, let me modify the promotion. Enter promo code Cinco's for a gallon of free frosting. No five free mini buns. <laughs> no, with purchase of five free mini buns. Nah, just just for a gallon of frosting. I mean, we all know why you're there. You, you want to convince yourself, yeah, at least I'm eating it with some cinnamon rolls, but you're only there for the frosting. Yeah, it's kind of like, like crab legs and butter. It's like, I mean, yeah, crab <laughs> legs are great, but you're really just there for the butter. So. The drawn butter. Mm, yeah. Clarified I, butter. I, I wouldn't know that feeling. Yeah, you wouldn't. No, he yeah. knows about the clarified butter part. He doesn't have the yeah. shame. Of I mean, crap. he just has to drink the butter straight. Like, there's it no. Puts uh, the stomach and and actually protects uh, the the allergy parts. Yeah, just like that Simpsons episode with yeah <laughs> with, the with, with the chili the and the candle wax. Wait, did you guys see that binging with Babish or not binging with Babish, but the uh, the one where the hot ones were binging with Babish? No, God. he did he do actually try that though. He did. He got the stupid candle and he fucking melted the wax and he tried 
Just did he like die after that? Like the wax after the wax like solidified in his windpipe? Or something? <laughs> I think is he was, dead now? I think it was just a bit where he like just made candle wax out of like butter or something. Oh, okay. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when he got that out, I'm like, oh my god, he's doing it. <laughs> god, that was that was very. Wonder if somebody who actually thought that he was doing it for real and then. Uh, was like, oh, the new challenge, coat your stomach and eat the hottest thing you can. And I'm like, oh, the epidemic of kids on this viral candle challenge are dying because they think they can drink candle wax to coat their stomachs. Yeah, that viral sensation from the 90s is making a comeback. <laughs> well, Tide Pods, uh, that was a thing, too. Oh, don't worry. that That's never coming back, especially those kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> roasted. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> some of the other picks for this week. Scary, scary stories, stories you tell in, tell in the dark. There's. What were your thoughts? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess since I'm the only <laughs> well, one. Let me, just, let me just reset that. We'll, we'll just start this one over. <laughs> Wait, no, I, no. We're keeping all that in. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not even, I, I, I have to edit this episode, and I'm going to just say that it's already edited right now. <laughs> Whatever we're recording right now. Ben, you literally did not do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's edited. I told you, I edited should we have like editing credit on there and just like this was a bad edit card i had to save it from a video file to an audio file you know how hard that was oh uh, i can do that for you guys i was making a joke because it's super not hard (laughs) yeah you just delete the extension and type mp4 (laughs) wait is that really all you have to do no i was gonna say i was like wait a minute i went through so many more steps to do that. I could also convert this whole episode into a JPEG. <laughs> I don't, My I'd technical like prowess that. knows no limits. I'd like to see that. <laughs> File extension. Yeah. Cinnabon. Try listening to this. Try try copyright striking this YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna be like you know we're just delisting this entire account you just you guys are un, un, un uh uneditable these guys are uploading videos as jpegs what's going on this is the only soundcloud that uploads just images <laughs> these guys know we're not a uh, tumblr right or whatever Imager or square is that still a thing 4chan? <laughs> Obviously, 4chan is still a thing. Uh-huh. Foursquare, I think Foursquare still is a thing, but I think it got absorbed by like Yelp or one of the other location-based apps. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I did see scary movies, Tell in Dark. And scary movie? Scary, what did I say? Scary <laughs> stories. <laughs> this Give is me a break. Get... I'm, all, I'm tired again. I'm also sick. yeah, dude. I can hear it. It sounds like you're on your last like legs. I'm also like trying to fight off a cold. So give me a also break. Also sounds like that. Wow. This okay, episode so brought to you by Nyquil. This episode <laughs> brought to you by Nyquil. Yeah. Um. You got in your Z's yet? N- no, I'm gonna take some Nyquil right after this though. Okay. Uh, okay. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes, I did see it. And since I'm the only one on this podcast who had any connection to the books, um, I will say that. Uh, they, I think they did a really good job, um, like retell, like kind of bringing those stories to to the screen. Uh, the only part I, I kind of, kind of didn't think they landed very well was 
towards the end they took one of the stories which was actually one of one of my favorite ones because it scared me the most but uh they kind of like took it and then where the story ended in the book they started to like you know kind of extend it and kind of do their own thing with it and at that point i was kind of like eh with it but overall i think they did a great job uh so yes i would give it a yay okay all right Ben, uh, any movies that you saw this week outside of the movie of the week? Yes, I watched a few things, actually. Uh, one of which is I started Mindhunter Season 2. Hey, me too. And Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good right now. Um, I don't know how far you are in. I'm not going to say any spoilers or any plot details. I'm like five uh, or six, I think. In. Oh, okay. I'm, I think I I'm think only he, four. Oh, I think Ben was also worried about me. I'm only two. Under okay. the first season. I'm, I'm not worried about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, let's spoil some shit right now for. No, wait. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take off my headphones right now. <laughs> You're just going to listen to it later, though. <laughs> I'm not editing this. Ben, you are editing this spoiler-filled podcast. It's just yeah. going to be a 45-minute loop of the spoiler. Oh. <laughs> that, or it's just going to be only the audio from the last episode of. <laughs> Uh, the season finale be wait a minute why <laughs> why is this all culminating wait a minute i'm the mine hunter <laughs> what are you some kind of mine hunter <laughs> uh but, but yeah the mine hunter season two is great you know it's uh definitely hasn't dropped in quality since season one i was kind of worried about that especially since uh, david fincher was associated with well he was the producer for house of cards and i really like season one but when season two rolled around man it just lost all steam for me house of cards uh, did? yeah it, it turned from i don't know it's like a house of cards season one was so great just because you know frank underwood was so unconventional so like um sleazy you know yeah with like but that he, still like that southern country gentleman uh, yeah it was all like a facade you know and it, but he was just so sleek and cool at the same mm-hmm. time and then you know season two rolls around and it's just a, just a political drama at that point you know it's like yeah, oh see, it, i don't me. remember i stopped watching it shortly before the whole kevin spacey thing happened yeah. so i don't even remember but but before that all even happened i would remember just like kind of starting to lose interest in it i don't how many seasons are there i think there are five i can't really remember i stopped at like the third season uh, i think i think it was in the third season i think i kind of lost it or whatever whenever that kevin spacey drama came up yeah uh, uh but anyways sorry. yeah that's no it's good i mean that that show really did lose a lot of its steam, especially after the Kevin Spacey thing. I mean, yeah. I heard uh, reading reviews about it, it just seemed like it made no sense. And yeah, should was... the show die at that point. Yeah, I think it, yeah, they really, <clears throat> I think they ran out of like ideas or they'd like, they tried it, they turned it into like, they, tr- I remember thinking like they were tr- trying to turn it into like a, like they're trying to make a ep- like C SPAN into a drama or something. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I don't, I don't want that. You know, that's not the reason. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people went into the show not for that reason, like, oh, a great political drama. It's not really political drama. It's no. just a good show under the guise of a political drama. 
Yeah. And then it turned into that. So I was just like, okay, like, why would I watch this when there are so many other shows I could do this so much better? Right. Uh, but yeah, Mindhunter, really great. I really like it so far. And the first three episodes are directed by David Fincher. I suggest you check it out if you haven't. Uh, For... Other than that, I um, what was it? I also watch First Man with Stu. Oh, yeah. That, oh, I totally yeah, forgot that, about that. <laughs> yeah, that was actually really good. I don't know why I uh, waited so long to watch it, but uh, I really liked it. Um, I think uh, one of the things I liked, I liked about it um, which was kind of like a little jarring for me at first because I'm so used to like other movies that touch on the same similar subject matter. Yeah. Where like when they like when they got a uh, spoiler alert, David, they land on the moon. Um, <gasps> <laughs> I'm the ending this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like normally, like when you see those scenes in other kind of space uh, like um, movies. It's like they cut back to like the control room and everyone's all excited. But this one, it was just like it was it was jarring for me at first when they just stuck with, uh, you know, uh, Neil Armstrong uh, just kind of going out onto the moon. It was very uh, I don't know. It was very uh, I don't know. If surreal is not the right word. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I'm not well, a good think, words, but visceral. No, I think that's a good way to describe it. Really surreal. I mean, it was experience they built with that. I think really effective, especially the way that you described it, where you said that, you know, you're so used to seeing, oh, hey, Houston, you know, Houston, yeah. you know the control room and everything. But yeah, and the this... wife size, size relief from the wife and <laughs> whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, it was good because it was like, um, you know, it's a movie that you expect to see all those kind of things, like how the nation reacts to this or, right. you know, this is a story about America. But no, it was actually really like about the first man it was about neil armstrong all the way mm-hmm. you know when when he goes into space everything it was just through his perspective yep. it was you know to you taking you into the cockpit feeling like oh my god we're just in a bucket being shot into space yep. you know like am i gonna die and they did a really good job with that like the uncertainty the the nervousness of all the people aboard <laughs> it was it was crazy and especially when they got to the moon oh my god that shot was like it was crazy yep. you know it, you know it was like shaking every like the sound was just going crazy and then when they opened up the the, the shuttle door it, it was just yeah. complete silence yeah i liked how that i like that shot where it, it gives you like <clears throat> the sound of the the air being evacuated from the the lander and then as soon as the camera breaches the the door it's just dead silent oh my god yeah it was Man, it was such a good movie, and I I was kind of getting annoyed because we were watching it at Darren's place, and the sound was kind of uh, it kept going up and down. Yeah, yeah, and the what was it? Uh, for some reason, we were streaming it, and the quality was kind of like pixels at times. Uh, it was like yeah. JPEG, oh. and then uh, also yeah. I was sitting right under the TV, my oh, back yeah. was hurting like crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, the seating wasn't the best, but you know you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, the Popeyes really helped though. <laughs> of course. Now let me tell you about Popeyes. Shout out to our sponsor, Popeyes. Uh, enter code Cinco like that. for like a that, free Popeyes you? sandwich. Yeah, I would. Yeah, the the sandwich is really good. No, I don't know. It's sold out everywhere. Oh, they yeah, because everybody out. keeps saying that. Wait, do they have like some kind of new sandwich that I'm not yeah. know yeah. about? They actually started a war with Chick-fil-A. Yep. What side are you 
Um, are you going I haven't, on the right side of history, Stu? Obviously. David? Obviously. Like, I haven't had any Popeye's chicken sandwich, but it looks really good. Everything Popeye's does is better than any other chicken place, so I don't think... Ooh, more than Raising Cane's? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Better no, than... Biscuits. No, uh, biscuits. I, okay, chick, okay, chicken-related things. Okay. How about... Chick, chicken-related product. Helen Ray's? I mean, they're up there. They're, it's a tough battle. That's a tough. That's a tough one. That, they'll go. They'll go to seven games. If you if you did <laughs> if you didn't need to wait in line for Helen Ray's, and there was the same wait time, which one would you pick? I don't know if I could, I've ever. I'd have to experience what it's like to just walk up to Helen Ray's and just get it, like, just get without it. like experiencing that. I don't think I can. I'm just saying. I'll, like I said, they'll go. They'll go seven games, uh, <laughs> overtime, double overtime in the seventh game. <laughs> and maybe they maybe they never uh maybe it's just a draw like rocky uh was it rocky two three yeah the freeze frame finished yeah or they punch each other <laughs> in the face at the same time yeah or right before. side sidebar I've, i don't know why has that ever happened in a real like ufc or boxing f- match where, they, where guys like knocked each they other out knocked at the same each time? other out I in the like infinite world had, that it is ours i'm pretty sure I, I feel like that has to have happened or at least it has to have been caught on tape at least once Probably. Uh, oh. Double knockout, yes. MMA fight ends in double knockout. It was in the Rolling Stones March 14, 2017. It was between... Yeah, Alan Vasquez. It, was it Alan Vasquez and Alex Carrazas? I don't know. I just looked at the YouTube thumbnail. Well, anyways, that's what, what I saw. They hit the ground at the exact same time. <laughs> you can't even say, like, Whoever hit the ground last. Wow. How do you decide who wins? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, they both. Are we got still me. talking about this? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Dude, they're still out for quite some time. It's like okay. 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 All right. Last thing I watched. Last thing I watched really quick was Invaders. In that movie came out. I watched that shit all the time in high school. And yeah, they just released a movie, and it was really good, very nostalgic, and the humor was still really good. I don't know if any of you guys watched it, but shit, it was good. I I probably wouldn't, just because I never watched the show when I was younger, so I feel like I'd probably like be joining the game late. Yeah, it's uh, I liked it because for a kid show, it had surprisingly dark humor. I mean, there was a whole episode where, well, I mean, you know the premise of the show, right? Nope. Okay, it's like an alien goes to Earth and he tries to invade it and take it over for his leaders, but he's an idiot. Oh, okay. And so one episode, he tries to like he notices that oh wait, you know they're having like a health inspection at school, you know where they check to see how healthy you are. He he notices I don't have the anatomy of a human, so what does he do? He goes around school and steals kids' organs and stuffs it into his butt. Wow. And he, at the end, he had like he's like, I'm more healthy than you are because I have two sets or four sets of lungs or something. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. I love that show. Yep, that's me. All right, David, what have you watched? Uh, for me, I watched Shazam. Um, Wait, Shazam or Shazam? The one with Shaq? No, not that one. That one, no, that's Kazam. Shazam. So he, oh, the DC one. Yeah, the DC one. I actually really liked it. He was a genie, right? Uh, yeah, Shaq's a genie with little kids. <laughs> and needs goat eyeballs because they're a delicacy. Does Shazam actually do that? 
No, Shazam did not. Kazam uh, did. Kazam. All right. Who ate the eyeballs? Kazam. Okay. <laughs> Shazam is the name of the DC character that originally was supposed to be named Mr. Marvel, but okay. uh, but there's already a Captain see, Marvel, see, Mr. Ben, Marvel if, and Marvel. Ben, if you're worried about us running out of, you know, if there's a, you know, a week where there's no movies coming out, we just have to go back and watch the Shaquille O'Neal movie to talk Steel. about. Steel, Shazam. Uh, what else Sam. is he in? Sam's really uh, good. Was that where he's scary playing movie basketball? Um, Airbud? No. Scary Something movie where four. he's like going to college or whatever. Yeah. Blue um, Chips, but, that's what it was called. Uh, good Burger. Oh, that's, a, good that's a good movie. It wasn't Good Burger? Yeah. Was Uncle Drew? Drew? Oh, oh yeah. Uncle one. Drew. I haven't watched that one. That one's really Wait, good. Really? I like that one too. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see it. I just never did. I think that's on HBO now. Um, yeah, but Shazam, I thought was really, really good. It didn't take itself too seriously. And at the very end, there's a like a cameo, and I, I would be kind of excited to see what kind of follow up they have um, based on the the teaser at the end of the movie. So, um, yeah, I think that was one of the better, better, well done DC movies in recent memory. Wonder Woman was pretty good. I liked this one. Um, and then I think the first Superman movie, uh, Man, of was Steel? Man of Steel, is that the the first one out of this entire one? The uh, first one of the the like the, the new ones they did. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the one yeah. right before Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah I think it was Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. So those three, but everything else has been kind of meh. I watched Aquaman a couple weeks ago. Thought it was whatever. I was told uh, I can skip that one. I think you can also skip Justice League too. That's a bummer because I kind of wanted to see it, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you can see Justice League, but I think you do need to see uh, Donna Just uh, Don Justice. No, you don't need to see Aquaman. I saw Batman vs Superman. I saw. Oh, okay. Then you can watch uh, Justice League, and you'll be fine. Okay. You'll be caught. Actually, wait. Actually, I watched it, and I, I I watched both of them, and I did not think I needed to watch Batman versus Superman. Really. Before. Because holy crap, Justice League is hot, hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was it was definitely all over the place, but Shazam was really well done. So I definitely look forward to seeing another one of those. It's unfortunate because um, the Batman was out of all comic book, you know, DC or Marvel. Batman was always like my favorite one across all universes or all you know whatever. So well, there's going to be another one. Uh, yeah, with what's his name? Ben Affleck. Oh. Wait, Pattinson, whatever. Yeah, oh, Robin, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for that one. The director. Hey, of hey, the, hey, uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a family this is a family podcast. Ben, keep it too late. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> we already clearly we already, we already determined that that's not true with uh, Stu's opening comments about how much he hated being surrounded by children. Okay, not like well, I do hate children, but <laughs> they were like tweens. They were like the age of the kids in the movie. <laughs> I don't or, know if I feel. Comp- yeah, I, I think we can get that into this later, but I'm like, really, parents, you would take your kids to go see this? Like, come on. Like, it's supposed to be funny for adults to see kids like that, but yeah, like to give them ideas about how they feel like they should. I think um, with the way social media is at this point i don't think that was that'd be such a wise decision um to 
expose them to that kind of stuff. But well, we can talk about that a little bit later. So cool. It sounded like everybody had a pretty uh, interesting week. Uh, had some, yeah, for sure. And so uh, we'll also talk about, uh, we'll get right into it and get into our box office rundown uh, for this week. There's some interesting stuff that's happened so far. So uh, topping out at the number one uh, spot is our movie of the week, Good Boys. Number two is followed up by the movie we reviewed last week, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Number three, by no surprise by Ben probably, is The Lion King is holding very strong. For the Angry Birds movie two, number five, uh, down from two is the movie that Stu saw this past week is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah. Number six, Ben wanted to make this one our uh, movie of the week the last uh, two weeks is yeah. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah, ben, let's just let's just cut the shit. You already saw it, right? I guess you're going to find out next week when we talk about <laughs> Dora and. The Lost City of Gold. Okay. And then number seven, <laughs> new to the countdown, is 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. Number eight is our movie from episode two. Down from number five is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number nine is The Art of Racing in the Rain, down from number six. And new to the top ten is Blinded by the Light. That is the uh, Bruce Springsteen-inspired movie. Gentlemen, any thoughts? I am actually very surprised that Good Boys took number one. Uh, I thought that Fast and Furious would actually hold on to number one. Either that or maybe Angry Birds would take number one. Yeah, but I'm... I was not expecting Good Boys. Is is that is this from a fan talking or is this from your a breath of cinematic knowledge about <laughs> the audience? Uh, this would just be more a realistic look at it i mean okay let's <laughs> let's take a look at this fast and furious presents hot and shop that is you know pg-13 right I think. Yep. Uh, pg-13 with jason statham and most importantly the rock the rock is pulling in a lot of revenue right now you know he has a lot of social media following it's put in the fast and furious universe i wouldn't see how it wouldn't get number one the only other one I would think that would maybe take number one or two would be Angry Birds, just because it's a the kids movie. easy reach. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Yeah. It's really accessible. The reviews weren't actually too bad for it. You know, it was uh, in the high seventies, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that one should have been an easy pick for that. But Good Boys, that one was a little more of a hard sell. I mean, it it, it did have a very interesting premise. But it's a rated R comedy. Rated R comedies are really hard to sell, just because you know it. Uh, yeah. Especially, you, you don't if, get everyone. especially when the subject matter is is kind of like touches on some of the more vulgar stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I mean that's why it was really surprising when something like The Hangover was number one for that amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's rated R comedies. <laughs> rated R movie being in top spot is usually hard to come by. So. But I feel like a lot of the times, whenever it's such a uh, almost like new type feeling um, or like a different type of I don't know typecast, I feel like those are the ones that usually get to hold on a little bit longer. Like we'd never seen a movie like The Hangover before, where mm-hmm. it's like a bachelor party that's gone wrong. That kind of like I don't even know how to really explain it but it's just it when you say the hangover everybody knows what it's about right wait and there's ben, nothing else to ever compete with that didn't Ben actually not see hangover no I did I didn't oh. see hangover uh, three or two 
I think the last one was really good too. Obviously, number one still the best one. I thought someone, one of us, hadn't seen Hangover, but uh, when, anyways. Well, actually, actually, in uh, in season ten of The Simpsons, they actually had a very similar plot where Homer takes Ned Flanders to Vegas and he fights Mike Tyson and fights a tiger, and they both get drunk and get married. So. Well. Yeah, Hangover. Try to get a more original script. Wow. <laughs> but it has okay. Bradley Cooper in it. Now that we got the Ben Snob movie snob uh, segment <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> no, it's not over for another Com- hour. <laughs> complaining about how movies these days don't have original plots. Well, it uh, don't. Which is, would basically almost be every movie. But Wait, can, I, can, I, can I plug my other podcast in here then? Where I no. can complain about this for a full three hours. If you so join me on my podcast, every movie blah, 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 in the 21st right. century sucks. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh my God. Would you would you predict, um, based on everything you just said, all the words you just said, that you would would you predict that maybe by next week, Good Boys is gonna make a sharp fall off? Like, uh, um, you know what? I'm actually. I don't think it's gonna make a sharp fall off. I think it might still be in the top 10 at or well not top five I, I okay I, I wasn't i didn't mean like out of the top 10 just i just meant like in the six to ten or one like you know i don't know if it has any competition coming up does it uh the only other movie that i saw that would be somewhat interesting coming up would be uh how was that movie uh, ready or not but i don't know if that's enough to take it down because uh, that's Angel also... has fallen is coming up this week. <laughs> I mean that might yep. just that might just because of its it's a you know the just by on its name alone might you know knock it down a few. <laughs> oh, because it has uh, yeah. fallen. No, no, David. <laughs> God yeah, damn it! I don't think anything is coming out this oh, week okay. that would really contend with it. Or you know, put give it a run for the money. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't think it's really going to be moving anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think I feel like it was kind of expected from me was the uh, I remember last week the scary stories was had a little bit higher rating, and I would say that if I had logged in, if I was if I bothered enough to have a Rotten Tomatoes account and review it and give it a rating, I probably also would have dinged it a little bit for why what I mentioned earlier, so that was kind of expected for me. Got it. So you think that uh, nostalgia kind of played a factor in it doing so well the first week, but then once people saw the flaws, word got, you know... Yeah, uh, and for me, there wasn't it wasn't even like there were a lot of flaws. It was just the one flaw for me was kind of like a a glaring one. For me personally, because the, like I mentioned, the, sc- the story that they started to like, to embellish on was like one of my favorite ones. And so that's kind of where, like, it's kind of more of a personal thing for me, but... Uh, oh, because it maybe it wasn't interpreting it the way you would have kind of, like, envisioned it, kind of? Well, no, they, they did a really good job setting the story, uh, setting, telling the actual story, but once the, once the sto- actual story from the book stopped, there was still, like, 10 more minutes, 10, 15 more minutes of that same kind of story arc going on, which did not exist in the original story. So that's kind of the part that kind of turned me off of it. Oh, and it kind of lost you, and you're like, whoa, you could have yeah. just ended it 10 minutes early yeah. and just kind of like, the credits, you would have been fine. Kind of like, you know, Game of Thrones, where, like, you know, once the book stopped and they started making stuff up, it's kind of like that kind of effect. 
But yeah, I I definitely feel like a lot of the stuff on here, the top ten, some of the interesting ones, uh, Spider-Man fell off, uh, but obviously that had been already out for a long time. Same thing with Toy Story. The Farewell obviously didn't have a chance to hold on as much, even though they did add more theaters. So The Farewell is now in 861 theaters nationwide, and that's uh, up 157. So there definitely is more demand for that one. So that's kind of interesting, but it... You know, I couldn't stay in the top ten. Yeah. I think all the all the Asians would have already seen it by now, so maybe that's why it kind of fell off. Every Asian in America has seen the movie. That's it. Yeah. Wrap yep. it up, boys. Take take down the posters. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that wraps up our rundown for this week. We'll get into our movie of the week, Good Boys, which debuted at number one. Um, ben, do you have a synopsis for us? Three sixth-grade friends, Max, Thor, and Lucas, try venturing to the popular kids' party while being hunted by teenage girls and have run unexpected run-in with cops in an adventure that will ultimately test their friendship and determine if they really are good boys. Stu, what'd you think? I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought I think I went into it thinking it would be funnier, but even even still, I thought it, I still liked it. It was still pretty good. Um, and then when you were in the theater with all the other tweens, did you feel like they were laughing at the same time that you were laughing? Well, I'm, I'm just trying to get a gauge. Uh, I would say about 90% of the time. Okay. And this happens sometimes to me for some reason in movies where like something will happen and I feel like I'm the only one who laughed. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, for the most part, we were pretty synced up. Okay. And score? Uh, I'll give it a, a seven and a half out of ten. Okay, it's not too terrible. Um, ben. Uh, okay. So I don't know how fair this is, but I mean, there's there's a lot of similarities between this and Booksmart. And, oh, and yeah, I was gonna, uh, took my point. <laughs> okay, well, David, you can shut up for the rest of the podcast. I, I know. Right? <laughs> I'm just going to end up echoing exactly whatever Ben said, but I'm going to plug whatever I want to say right now before he gets to it. The only <laughs> the, the, the one parallel that I kept drawing was, Will Forte's a dad in both movies? Ah, fuck, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boom. As soon as he came to the door, first. I'm like, what the fuck? I know, I was like, and then, yeah. But... I guess it kind of makes sense when you look at the movie from an overall standpoint. I mean, Booksmart draws a lot of comparisons to Superman, and which this movie would be would draw. You know, Good Boys draws a lot of comparisons to Booksmart because it's very recent, has the same, very it runs the same, very similar story arc, right? You don't want to say it's exactly the same because they're dealing with different, uh, you know, social pressures and stuff like that, and obviously they're in a completely different age, and so they're they're going to interact with very similar topics differently. Um, you could almost, I think you could almost say that super bad would kind of be like, if you're going chronologically, it could kind of be like good boys too, where like, it's almost the same, you know, same kind of setup with the two, you know, two friends. And, but this is just when they were younger. Oh, I could see that. Or, it and one be, of them's uh, black. <laughs> it's like the reverse of 21 jump streets. And instead of going to college, they went back in time and then, Went to elementary school or junior high. <laughs> um, but, okay. But I didn't want to keep stealing your thunder. Keep going. Uh, well, aside from Will Forte being the father, um, the actress Molly Gordon was also in Booksmart. So that was also... Was she a teenager? 
Yeah, she was the teenager. The Asian the, teenager or the no, white teenager? The white one. Okay. She I also, guess I should have inferred from the name, but... Yes, <laughs> you should have. How dare you. You never know these days, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was also um, one of the main actresses in Booksmart. Not only that, but both the marketing material for both movies and also in the movie use the uh, song Nobody Speak from Run the Jewels. So that was also kind of weird. So you're saying this movie is same universe confirmed. Yeah, same universe confirmed. Okay. Ooh, we might, hey, we might get a, uh, a crossover. Yeah, and but unfortunately because of all those comparisons and, well, I couldn't really get that in my head, you know, between this and Booksmart. I have to say I, I did like Booksmart a bit better. Uh, I felt like the comedy in this one, although, you know, it was funny. It was just like... A lot of the comedy came from outrageous situations that arose just from, not really from the characters themselves, but just because it was part of that situation, if that makes any sense. It's like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll cover it in spoilers because I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. um, a lot of the comedy from Booksmart was because, oh man, that is, you know, that's how that character is. And, you know, because of that way that character acts, that leads to this situation, you know. Whereas this one is just like, oh, here's a random situation that just happened to show up. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of the comparisons, those ones are just kind of hard not to do when the tagline of the movie is from the guys who brought you super bad neighbors and sausage party. It's like, okay, those are also the guys who influenced, you know, the book smart, you know, book smart. So, um, so that's a hard parallel to, to run, especially since they're so close together. I mean, they're only what, three or four months apart. Uh, something like from, that. From yeah. release, yeah. So, um, but Ben, do you have a do you have a rating? Uh, I would say like probably six, six out of ten for me. Probably. Okay, yeah. Maybe so five. I would definitely echo the same sentiment. I'd probably be out six, six and a half, maybe, depending if you had asked me right after the movie or compared to now, because I've definitely seen a couple other things in between, and I also saw Super Bad recently, and I definitely put that as like an eight nine, and I don't know. Just to me, I felt that. Booksmart and Superbad, those situations, I could have envisioned me trying to get into those kind of situations, like trying to get into a party and all that stuff. But then when I was, you know, their age, I guess, I couldn't... It just seemed a lot of stuff was, like, a little bit more forced. Like, it was like, oh, it didn't just... This stuff doesn't normally happen. Like, if you were to poll 10 kids, I'm sure one out of 10 would probably say they had a very... they, They could relate to this almost easily. But I'm sure the guys in high school, if you were to pull, you know, maybe half of those guys are probably go, yeah, I can definitely feel I felt insecure before I tried to, you know, wreck the, you know, tried to make the most out of my last party or something like that. It was just because it was so ridiculous. I was like, I was more puzzled sometimes instead of like, I know it was supposed to be funny. I'm like, really? That? Okay. Um, so that's usually how, that's how I, I look, kind of looked at it. All right. So, all right. Well, uh, that's out. that wraps up our general review for this week's movie, Good Boys. Uh, we will be now entering the spoiler zone where we unpack the entire movie and uh, we talk about it. So, you've been warned. So, um, I guess uh, since I was the last one to, to talk, Stu, I'll let you take it away. Anything you wanted to uh, discuss about this movie? Um... Let me see. I guess I don't know. Like I mentioned before, I I when I went into it, I was picturing it being 
like from the previews, I was for some reason I had in my head like there would be even more over the top stuff than what they were, showed in the movie. Um, but I'd say um, let me try to think like what my one of the parts I laughed at the most uh, probably when they when they pull out the CPR doll that was probably that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and he tries to he tries to you know kiss it trying to learn how to kiss and then he's like, he says there's a hair in it <laughs> oh my god that was, that was terrible was, he said it was sticky oh my god why uh, why do you think I that was lost on a lot of people or do you feel like you had to be a little bit older to kind of get that part? i mean if they're if they're older than 13 i would say that they got it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty good. Uh, I also liked when uh, I don't remember the, I don't remember any of their names. I just remember Thor. Is that how do you forget that name? What were the names again, Ben? Lucas and Max. Was Lucas the black one, or was Max the yes. black one? Lucas is the black one. Lucas is the black one. Yeah. yeah. Then the, <laughs> the part where he dislocated his arm was pretty good. No, it wasn't. That, that's dramatic. <laughs> it was. Uh, let's spend the next fifteen minutes talking about dislocated arms. Um, but it, I think for me, it wasn't. I mean, it was, the initial dislocation was funny, it, and then it was funny. It was funnier again when like they thought they got it back in and they just pulled it right out. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> or, so, they, or they just run him into the the dumpster. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, wrong arm. I thought he, they were going to dislocate his other arm, but yeah. which. Just, I I would have lost it if that happened, but um, but yeah, that was there was I mean there was a lot of funny parts in it. Um, I don't know, Ben, David, we had some <sighs> memorable scenes. Um, I think the the scene in the convenience store with the cop when, with the, with the cop. I definitely enjoyed that one a lot because. I don't know. I felt like that was probably the cleanest humor that was happening in, during the entire movie, and that you, I probably remember. are you a fan of clean humor, vulgar humor, humor? Uh, I guess I really can't say I am only a fan of clean humor because I definitely laughed at a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have laughed at that because there's kids around, but fuck it. <laughs> like when he's walking down the aisle with the the, the beer bottle in his, in his pants. <laughs> Uh, the cop just keeps trying to let them off because he doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> he just he's like, guys, just just cooperate with me, please, just please go. Yeah, no, I. This was really hard for me to to kind of like judge, because I really really wanted it to, um, be like a better version of Superbad, mm-hmm. because I felt like oh you you know Seth Rogen's. You know, he was producer or director? Uh, he was not the director, producer. Okay, producer. So um, I felt like he would have a lot of input, and I, I thought that this was going to be kind of like a blend of super bad and uh, bad grandpa. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like I was hoping that it was kind of ha- going to have that kind of like vibe to it, but I, I guess there's a lot less um, like stunty type of humor, I guess. I was mm-hmm. looking for more like slapstick stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it like that. <laughs> okay, uh, Ben. Uh, so 
I did the, think those scenes are funny, the ones that you guys mentioned. However, I you felt did like you it didn't. didn't. No, I did. I did. Okay. It's just like the only problem I had with those scenes were they were all in the trailers. So, I, I mean, I watched all the trailers before going into this, and I thought there's going to be a little more to it. And yeah, I mean, those those scenes were great. It's just like although I don't recall seeing the. Uh... The CPR doll scene in the trailer. I definitely did. I remember seeing uh, that. Oh yeah, because they put it on the bed, right? Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, ask for consent." And I remember I was losing that when I saw the trailer. But oh, okay. Uh, and a second run, it's just like, okay, well, I already saw this, you know. Um, but aside from that, um, a lot of the humor I found that was, you know, really funny for me actually wasn't because, you know, these kids are not understanding, you know, or having misconceptions. Of about what's going on, you know. I felt like a lot of those jokes were kind of lost in the trailers, unfortunately. But so all I was left with was all these outrageous lines, like the, what was it? Um, when they're giving him shit for not drinking the beer, right? Uh, and they're, the kids are leaving and they're like, hey, you know, your dad got, got two DUIs and he has to take a bus to work. <laughs> you know, just like, holy fuck, you know. And then it was like, we all know that your mom plagiarized like code for <laughs> You know, stuff, stuff like that, you know. It was just oh, like, okay. it, it seemed like uncharacteristic, just like out of nowhere, but it was just takes you by surprise. It's just like, oh my God, You're like, fuck that guy, right? Uh, but the other thing was, what was it? It was, oh, the fucking, um, I guess this one was a little more organic, the, uh, the Rock of Ages. Yeah, that musical. was... Holy fuck, you know, just the kids, like, fucking just doing... Yeah, I was, like, wait... Snowball and shit. As soon as, as soon as their music instructor guy, like, mentioned that they were doing, they're doing Rock of Ages, just, I was total. I was wait, I was just waiting for that that kind of scene to happen. Oh, my God, it was so great. And, like, oh, like... And then he digs his... Singing right during it. it. <sighs> God, that, that, that was a good payoff. I, I think that was probably my... One of my favorite scenes from the movie was that whole montage of Rock of Ages going on and them cycling through the rest of their, I guess, sixth grade year. And no, it was like three weeks. <laughs> it, oh my god, it was only three weeks, and it was just like Max had like three different girlfriends. And yeah, because I remember them saying like, "Oh man, we haven't talked in forever. It's been like three weeks." Or so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I really like that. I was a little upset that. Um, what was it? The Stephen Merchant scene where he tries to buy the the CPR doll. I wish they kind of gave his character a little more breathing room, like the cop, you know? Because they were both funny. It's just like yeah, I like I like that character. Short. That whole scene seemed like it, it was pretty good, uh, pretty good setup. Yeah, but then it just kind of died off, and it's just like ah, oh, that's that's a little upsetting. And then. They brought, kind of weird. they brought yeah, him back they, on the freeway. Yeah, they did. And I, <laughs> I, I, I was hoping that they would allow, you know, expand on that more. But then, like, it, they just cut out of it. They're like, okay, hey, it's the emergent as well. Okay. And then they, they just, just leave. So just to be clear, uh, for the record, Ben wanted to see more of scenes with him and the sex doll. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. For the record. Let the record just show. For the, let the record show. Hey, it's rated R. I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> um, it's not rated uh, NC, Ben. Try not to get it there. Hey, as long as we don't see any like male or female nudity, we'll be okay. But if it's doll nudity, <laughs> uh, I, I did find it kind of weird that they try to go for the 
kind of the emotional ending, I, I guess. You know, they tried to right. stick that on at the end where, you know, they're all going their separate ways. But right. it felt like they didn't really build up to it that well. They mentioned it, like, maybe once, like, throughout the whole movie, yeah. how that their friendship isn't going to really last. But you're never really getting that feeling. It was I felt like this movie tried to focus on a whole lot of different plots lines like that's why i had some difficulty coming up with like a synopsis for this i was like yeah. well they're trying to get to a party but they're also trying to get this drone yeah. because they're trying to you know spy on these girls making out and or not these girls but this girl making out their boyfriend and then they got drugs oh yeah sorry that reminded <laughs> me i did i did also like i i think one of my favorite scenes i just because i i just remembered it was the when they're in the frat house and they yeah. do the shootout basically oh and <laughs> He's just like nailing dudes in the vault. Just <laughs> like pinpoint accuracy. I thought that was pretty funny. My my favorite part of that scene was the dude coming out of the room with the after his call. He's like, guys, I got good news. She's dropping the charge. <laughs> he just gets it right in the nads. Yeah. So. See, that's what I mean. Like a lot of the humor that I found funny in this was just kind of random, like slapstick humor. Which is a little upsetting because I wanted it to be more like super bad or book smart, where it was uh, that kind of relational awkward humor. But, oh, so well. do you? Do, so do you? Did you feel like there was maybe like a little bit of a, like a pacing issue? Uh, no, I mean I think there was definitely a pacing issue, but I mean I kind of accepted that after a while. I mean not even after a while, maybe after like the first twenty minutes, I was like, okay, this is the kind of movie we're getting. Uh, so I tried to lean into the, you know, the absurdist humor that was coming out of it. And it was kind of like this awkward blend of it where they tried to do relational humor, but then they also put in that, those outrageous scenes where it's like, oh, Lucas dislocated his arm or let's run across the freeway because we're stupid. (laughs) You really don't like that dislocation scene. (laughs) He's already brought it up like four times already. (laughs) You know, let's just not bring it out. You know, let's not like uh, just force something out of. It's natural place, all right? Let's just <laughs> leave it where it is. Does your arm look like that when it falls out, Ben? I don't know. David, does it? <laughs> I don't know. It was dark. I couldn't see it. Can you just pop it out real quick right now so you can we can find out? Yeah, okay. just uh, take your jacket off and then uh, slip it <laughs> yeah. back on. It'll fix no, everything. Just, just put your arm around me. And then I'll you get really it. low. <laughs> um. But yeah, I could kind of see where you're coming from, that it kind of felt like it wanted to be a lot of different movies all at the same time. And it had a little bit of a pacing issue where it was like, what kind of humor are you trying to like lean into? And it never really like committed to one thing. And it kind of felt like it, a lot of it was like a disjoint slightly. Like there was like, felt like there was, I don't know, like multiple acts that were all happening all at the same time. Yeah. So... But overall, I think you know, I think it definitely was worth a watch, and definitely was something that I could see why it merited number. I if it was top three, if it was was like number two or number three, I would have had no issue with it just as much as it being number one on the list for this week. Yeah. So, all right. Well, it sounds like we had a, a pretty good week with this movie. I think it's time for us to uh, start talking about what we're going to see for next week. What are, are we going to see next week? I uh, think. Ready is, or not is angel. Wait, which one's ready or not? Ready yeah, or not? I is, actually do want to see that. That's the kind of like the reverse version of it's the reverse I, to Get Out. I think that's the oh right. That's where, right. that's like they, the Who Done It one. Uh, oh, no, it's like uh, in, oh no 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 okay. She's about to get married, but right. she has that's to come right. into the family I, and survive or something. Yeah. 
I that's right. I had just seen this preview when I went to go see. Uh, I think it was Scary Stories. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a horror uh, hide like and seek movie. comedy almost or no? No, no. Well, I mean, it, the it sounds like there's pretty like comical scenes. I feel like. Yeah, I... maybe some dark humor, but it, it is supposed to be like a horror comedy based off of uh, hide and seek, essentially. Yeah, because there's not that much coming out. It's that, and then what? Angel has fallen. I guess we're watching Angel has fallen. So, uh, guys, I'm make sure to watch. Uh, I was London pretty sure I was going to end up watching Angel has fallen, or we can watch Dora the Explorer. Wow. I mean, at this point, like, here I'll put it to you like this: I don't want to go see Dora the Explorer by myself because that will be, that'll be really suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you all know, you have to old. do is all you have to do is rehearse. Ben, what did you say about Dora the Explorer? It's Tomb Raider with who? Who's the monkey? I forgot the name. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Diego. I mean, it's, it's, it's Machete. So machete Dora and Machete. And Sicario yeah. is literally. And Benicio Swiper. del Toro is Swiper the Fox. He's going to Sicario everyone. Yeah. Well, that's all you have to do is say, hey, I'm only here for Danny Trejo and Benicio Del Toro. He's going to tell Dora, time to pray to God. <laughs> finish finish, your, finish your food. Yeah, finish your meal. And, and that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> yep, that's how that scene went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I guess, uh, I guess it's ready or not. Yeah. Okay, so ready or not? Yep. Okay. For what? All right, so uh, you're not okay. That it is agreed. It is uh, it is done. The pact is sealed. It has been decided. It'll be ready or not for this week's movie. Okay, perfect. Well, I think that wraps it up for us here. Um, thank you guys for uh, joining us once again on the Dose and a Half Cinco's podcast. And thank you, Joe. Uh, and thank you, Joe, for tuning in again. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Ben does, clearly does not want to see Dora the Explorer. I know. I do want to see Dora the Explorer. Nope, I don't want to see do it with you. not want to see it. No, I don't want to see it with you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. Yikes. You can go into the... Why? Because uh, I'll say too many racial slurs? No, because you're going to get hit by the police as soon as you get in. <laughs> wait, why? Wait, what? <laughs> if He's going to call the cops. Oh, sorry, not the police. FBI. Whoa. FBI, get on the ground. FBI, mine hunter. <laughs> You're looking hunting mines. Yeah, we're looking for a half Asian, half, half white male between the ages of 25 and 35 who like to prey on little girls. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's got dark. <laughs> That's going to be the opening line for, for this week's episode. You got mine hunter. You got mine hunter. <laughs> This is a prank show now or something? Yeah. It's like the, it's like the to catch a predator, but instead of like, uh, what's his name? Agent Holden. Uh, yeah. Please have a seat just, over there. He just looks at the camera and goes, "You've just been mine hunted." <laughs>